Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hi, this is Laurel. Welcome back to Laurel's Real Money Talks, a podcast that we talk about making money, keeping money, investing money, doing it with a team. And whether it's through business or you're employed and you want a business on the side, we are going to talk a lot about how do you make more money and a couple of different pathways to do that. Joint ventures, which I'm enormous, not only fan of, believer in, it's what not only has built the companies that I've built, but still continues even in the cannabis space, the crypto space we're moving into. Those are all joint ventures. So we're going to talk about joint ventures. We're going to talk about masterminding today. And I have a dear friend uh, and I'm going to say fellow Canadian because I actually, you know, my husband's in Calgary right now. Uh, so Jay, so, Jay, welcome to uh, Laurel's for Money Talk. Hey, Laurel. Thank you so much for having me. And I guess if you marry a Canadian, you do get honorary Canadian status, don't you? I do. I was even, you know, white-hatted, you know, that whole Calgary, you know, cowboy thing where, you know, they give you a white hat for, I guess, contributing to the Canadian economy or something yeah. like that. Well, well, kind of fun. That's a big deal. It's a tradition that is left for like diplomats and high-end uh, Olympians and those sorts of things. So I didn't mm-hmm. really have a white hat. Good for you. Yeah, I got a white hat. It's pretty cool. So Jay, before we jump into joint ventures and masterminds as ways to accelerate money or for some that are listening, want a new way to make money, tell us a little bit about you because you've come from you know a variety of backgrounds. Just kind of build your business credibility to our audience and talk a little bit about the businesses you've run. Perfect. Well, put it this way, I have been an entrepreneur for the past uh, 33 years plus, and I spent most of my time in the personal transformation space. So we ran a company in Calgary called Personal Best Seminars, which has become the Creator's Code, where we've had about 40,000 people travel from all over the world to go through our intense personal transformation programs. About six, seven years ago, somebody said to me, I was at a mastermind, uh, you know, as you and I often, I think we met at a mastermind. I was at a mastermind where somebody was complaining about they were having trouble running their premium mastermind. And I said, well, you know what? I've been training my coaches, my facilitators, my trainers for 25 years internally to run masterminds because at the end of the personal development process, we moved them into masterminds for long-term support. I said, I have all, all these resources. I'll just give them to you. And if it helps, great. And that little gift turned into a brand that didn't exist, which became Mastermind to Millions. And we went from zero because the brand didn't exist to 2.5. $6 million in 14 months. So it struck a nerve. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that people would say, it's like, oh, you're jumping on the mastermind bandwagon. Well, yeah, about a quarter century ago. So it was just this whole thing of doing something that, you know, we were exceptional at and had done for decades that we then made available to the front lines of coaches, experts, trainers, authors, and truly took off. So that was kind of fun. But in, in my past, in that process, I've always been, let's just call it, an adventurous entrepreneur. So uh, I've owned commercial real estate for you know a long, long while. Residential real estate, we've always had a little portfolio of. I've owned restaurants, payday loan companies, insurance companies. Um, I'm missing a bunch of stuff in there, but we always, our mode was always this. We'd make a little bit of money in our personal development company, we would invest it elsewhere. And that's outside of a couple of fiascos, as you know, sometimes that happens, that has yeah. exceptionally well. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's talk about masterminding first. I mean, I'm a huge masterminder. 
our whole community masterminds under the, you know, Napoleon Hill, I'd say principles and how we do it. But yeah. talk about masterminds from a, I mean, we both do them. I think most of the people um, that listen to the podcast probably have done them. But when you teach it, you're teaching somebody, say author, coach, trainer, how to create a mastermind as an additional stream of, of revenue. So just talk about bridging that gap for our listeners. Well, I, I think here's the most important piece to this is that masterminds are one of the fastest ways to create income because it puts us in the middle of deal flow. It connects us with people that we can do long-term, have long-term relationships with. And it quite literally, I mean, when done well, what, what a mastermind does is it gets us access to network resources, experience and wisdom. And if there's 10 or 15 people who uh, are moving and shaking entrepreneurs who are all making money, who all have deal flow, who all have processes going on, quite literally, we can 10x or 15x our access to resources, network experience and wisdom. And when that happens, the cash register rings. But it's one thing because lots of people, I think a mutual friend of ours talks about getting on the correct side of cash register, but it's one thing to go to a mastermind, but it's a completely different thing. And, and in my joint venture business called JVology, we, we teach it. It's a completely different thing to create our own mastermind where we then stand in the position of incredible leverage, influence, and quite frankly, power. And we create our own little mastermind joint venture syndicate that we can begin to strategically and wisely put together a team of people that can go out and quite literally print money. So to me, the mastermind <laughs> is true. Yep. Like it, it really is true. So the mastermind piece really is, yes, you can run a mastermind on a particular topic, but you can also create your own JV or entrepreneurial mastermind group that is one of our stands and the first thing we teach in JVology, which is our joint venture training business. Absolutely. So I've been doing, again, masterminds forever. And like you said, printing money. So I think for those listening... What we're guiding to is what I've been doing. It's how I run mine. So I run private coaching and then all my clients are put in masterminds of five or six people. And then they're either led by someone if they want some content expertise, like we do a lot of analyzing and a reading of, I'm going to say, you know, books, topics, right? Right now, there's so much activity in the cannabis and crypto space and a lot of people learning and masterminding around this topic. So framing it that way, Jay, talk about does it need to be topical? Can it just be around personal development? So if someone's you know, listening going, how would I start my own mastermind? What are some of the structures for that? That was 110 <laughs> questions in one. <laughs> I know. Well, I gave you a lot of you know, range yes. to answer any of them. <laughs> yes. So, so I think here's the long and the short of it is this. I am a raving fan of joint ventures. And joint ventures are one of the fastest ways in which we can get the wheels on the bus. And what I mean by getting the wheels on the bus is get to a spot where we don't have to chase money and we can, in fact, go make money as a part of the game and the fun and a method of contribution. So this whole idea of cannabis, crypto, and by the way, artificial intelligence is coming in is going to change an incredible amount of things, the transportation industry, all of these pieces. So, yes, you can have a mastermind that is exclusively related to personal development. And you can position if you are a personal development leader, if you are a trained Reiki master, if you are a certified coach and you have a particular, you know, I sometimes, and I don't mean this in a demeaning way, you have a particular magic trick that you have a tribe of people <laughs> who want to master that magic trick. You are uniquely positioned to create a mastermind, like full stop. That's fantastic. But generally, those masterminds are about the transfer of wisdom, knowledge, personal context to make space for somebody to go out and make money. I'll tell you the thing that I am currently most inspired by. 
And that's all well and fine to do. I don't want to diminish that in any way, shape or form. But what I'm really working on our joint venture mastery members, I'm asking them to start their own joint venture mastermind, their own joint venture syndicate, where they hand select people and communities. They want access to communities. They want access to deal flow in cannabis. They want access to deal flow in real estate. They want access to deal flow in digital marketing. They want access to deal flow in uh, artificial intelligence. And yep. what we're helping people do is to go out and select 8, 10, 12 people that they, quite frankly, want to do two things. They want to ride the wave of the technological transformations that are coming our way. And they want to have a safety net of how to cope with the epic changes that are coming our way. And when you weave those two things together strategically into a joint venture mastermind, the truth of the matter is that just one great deal, just one great deal over the span of time will make multiple seven figures. And that's really what we're working on now. So I, I want people to think about it from this perspective of how do you put these two yeah. things together? And that's what, where this gets really exciting. <laughs> and that's where this gets really exciting. Well, and I just, I will just share, you know, personally, I think you and I have joint ventured, right? Where I've supported you, you supported me. I mean, this podcast is a version of that, right? Where we give each other access to, you know, our followers. So if people have no followers, right? Mm -hmm. Then how do they go from a, a dead start? And then a different question that I want, so we'll both come back to it, is the deal flow. Because I want to explain, I mean, almost 99% of all my alternative investing, mm -hmm. my Canada partner came from a joint venture, which then led into he and I doing Cannabis Masterminds, which is going to lead into us offering a cannabis coaching program next year. So it just keeps multiplying when you find right partners. So kind of a different revenue question, but let's Go to that person that's out there listening going, well, that's great, Laurel and Jay, and that you did it. And you could name your list of A-listers that you JV with, and I could name mine. But somebody that's saying, you know, I just have 500 people that follow me. How do I get started? Is it even possible? Short answer is hell yes. And the first step is to join joint venture communities. And I mean, this might sound like a absolute blatant plug for me, and perhaps it is, but there's a strategy to this that only makes sense. So... We are, for example, in the midst of it. If you were to think of three regional um, entrepreneurial communities, and think of like Startup Grind, the world's largest meetup group, BNI, and eWomens. And if you were to think of, you know, Startup Grind, eWomens, and BNI had a threesome and had a baby. Um, <laughs> hey, oh my God, of all your examples you could use. <laughs> it's, it's like, by the way, that terrible line is my test to see if somebody has a sense of humor. If they even smirk a little bit, you're my people. If they don't, if they think that's totally offside and inappropriate, you're not my people. It's just so you know, as listeners. But imagine they had they had a baby. That baby would be what we call JBology, the perfect mix of people, fun, and profit. And we are actually in 2019 launching global face-to-face -face communities so that we can actually have an environment all over the world for us to go and connect with people face-to-face -face who understand what a JV is, understand what a deal flow is, can make a, a reasonable JV invitation and collaborate with this network, wisdom, experience, and resources. Now, I think everybody listening to this in 2019 should join our communities globally. Now, if it's not us, that's all well and fine. There are still communities that you must join because please understand this, folks. You have to get on a plane, on a train, in an automobile, get your ass to the places where people actually physically are. So you can shake their hand, give them a hug, buy them a glass of wine. And just to be clear about this, just really four years ago or five years ago, no one in the United States knew who the hell I was or nor did they care. I had a great, <laughs> I had a great little tribe up here in Canada and we were cranking out seven figures in an incredibly tough space of, of personal development. And we'd been doing it for decades. 
But let's yep. be clear about this. If I went to the United States and I spoke on stages, which I did, and, and I sort of expected my wisdom to carry me in the United States, the whole, you know, all the United States were like, who gives a shit? Who's he? No, I don't care. Like, that's the honest God truth about it. So I started in the U.S. exactly at that spot of nobody there knew or cared. And quite literally, by strategically going and attending, targeting specific people that I could create and contribute value for. That's how you and I connected, right? There was a, a weird thing at a mastermind. I stepped in. You asked me, hey, could you fill a room for you? Of course I could. So in that contribution and creating value, the foundation of relationships are made. And I don't care if your list is zero or negative 10 or 500. When you figure out who you want to support and you get supporting them, that's where this begins to move. And you know, one of our, our declarations is joint venturing is yep. a game. I'll go first. So you get on a plane, you go to an event, you meet somebody, and you become relevant and contribute value for them. That's where you start. Don't need a big list. You need to be valuable and relevant to somebody of significance. Yeah, and go first. Like I'll give an example way back in my beginning days. You know, I went to exactly like you said, I went straight to the people. I made a list of who I wanted to go work with and who I knew I could align to what their offer was, like Mark Victor Hansen, Robert Allen, Ron LeGrand. I mean, just, you know, a few of the old greats, Les Brown, did with Brian Tracy, almost spent a year with Brian Tracy, half a year with Zig Ziglar. And so I named those names because a lot of people, you know, this is when I was just beginning, I mean, yeah. decades ago. And the deal, actually, Mark helped me do this. Mark Victor Hansen, um, he looked and he laughed. He said, how many people, young lady, do you have in your list? I said, I don't, I don't even remember at that time, but it was under 10, maybe 10,000, mm-hmm. which is okay, but it wasn't grand. And so here's how what Go First can look like is I said, well, if somebody else, you know, that had a bigger list or a bigger opportunity to be more of a matched database, how much would you let them keep first before you start sharing with me? And he said 20 grand. So that's what we did. And out of my list, you know, he taught me how to upsell and his, the first 20 went to him and everything after that we shared. But I'll tell you, then when he went second and put me on his stage at that time when stages had thousands of people, I mean, do you remember those days, Jay? <laughs> I mean, it didn't take long for me to get a massive following because that was in the chicken soup for the soul days. Yep. So, and I did everything I needed, but just to, you know, give a live example to how when you go first, and you're not greedy. I just have to add that because I think a lot of times people who, and I'm just going to say the little millennial word, <laughs> right, is you A, have to go first and you've got to organize that the person with the biggest list or the biggest influence is going to win uh, and they need to win or they aren't going to, you know, join support you. Here, here's the other place where I think people get mixed up in this process, particularly if we're masterminding and if we're going to create like a, a little joint venture syndicate or any of those sorts of things. When we decide who we want to serve and support and become relevant to, we also have to recognize that, you know, this is a show about money. And ultimately, when all these things happen, it makes great money. But don't get sucked into it's just about the size of the list. So uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Justin Livingston. So when I started in this space, he was the equivalent for me of your Mark Victor Hansen. And I liked him. He contributed to every single mastermind. He was very generous with me in terms of time and me understanding things. And it turns out he's a big Calgary Flames fan. Uh, he lives in Vancouver, but he's a Calgary Flames fan. Now, a couple of Flames live on my street. They made it to the finals a couple of years ago. So I just got a couple of tickets. And I called him and said, get your ass to Calgary, and I'll take you to one of the playoff games at the Saddle Dome, which he'd never been in Saddle Dome either. And that was a way in which I could contribute and connect outside of money because my, my list was still tiny. I was still trying to find my way through. And what I was hopeful of, make no mistake, I was hopeful that he would – JV with me, but it wasn't conditional upon that. It was like, let me contribute 
in a manner that yeah. I know is meaningful to you. And let's see what happens. And he became our single greatest JV partner in terms of, I would say, you know, the same way you said, uh, Mark put you on the map. I would say Justin yeah. put on the map. Yep. And yeah, it's been interesting because I've, you know, done deals with Justin too. And it is about, and I love that you also said earlier, get on a plane because, you know, when I've wanted deals in Asia or the UK, I mean, an interview that, which could be 15, 20 minutes, you don't even know. They want to see you live and they want to be in person. So I think that's just an, uh, an eye opener for folks who want to get in the international space. The expectation isn't that it's all done on Zoom and Skype and you're going to have to get on airplanes. I think you need to. I think you can do a lot. So I don't want to say you can't do it on Zoom and Skype, but that's later when you have a very developed brand. I don't believe that's early stage behavior. I know for myself, I would expect them to get on a plane and come see me. Hey, I just want to give a quick example of that. So one of the times where we were early in this launch process, so uh, there were part of a mastermind group, we get on a plane, we go meet a bunch of people. But the way the structure was, it was surfacy. And, and this is the other thing about if you're going to join a JV community, I would probably recommend that you start with a smaller group than a larger group because it looks great. It's like, oh, there's 420 people, except you get there and you don't have any true bandwidth or time to get to the heart of it. And we get people who say to us time and again, it's like, you know, in your JV summits, which is basically a joint venture mastermind, 30 people there. I did more deals in two and a half days there than in three and a half days with 400 people. It's because of the intimacy and the connection that can happen when you're there. So just to back that up, we're in this larger community. We get a whole bunch of people who are going to say, yeah, they'll play all that fun stuff. We end up with, I think we got to like 78 JV partners for one of our launches. And it was literally under 5% of the people that generated 90% of the sales. And we did all this work online, the 68 other people, when the truth is that I just got on a plane, flew to California, took my top five, six, seven people for supper and got them involved. That would have been a far better investment of time, effort, energy, and money. And that would have been a seven-figure launch. So don't trip. And this is what I see people doing in this domain. They trip over dollars to pick up pennies. It's a false economy. Go spend the money on creating the relationships, getting in the mastermind, getting in the orbit, and make investments in relationships because that's the part that pays over the long haul. Absolutely. So let's talk about, I mean, I could go so many places. Which one comes first? I'll take the first vote and then you might, you know, give a different. I would say JVs come first. You get more lists, you get more distinction, you get more endorsements. But soon you put in a mastermind or you sell a mastermind as part of the JV when you get started. So again, a couple options on how, you know. Even our brand, JVology, it actually existed for a couple of years before Masterminds Millions took off and it grew organically. But the truth of the matter is this, is that masterminding takes, like to launch a mastermind, takes some influence and some traction. And the way to get that influence and traction is joint ventures. Because, and this is the other part that people miss out of this, is they think that it's all a mechanical process, but it's so not freaking mechanical. In this whole JV space, what you're really doing, and both you gave a great example, Laurel, and, and I used one of Justin is when you do a JV well, here's what's happening, is you're truly borrowing their influence and their reach to catapult you forward in terms of perspective, platform, and influence. And this isn't just about, hey, mail for me, which people have the most narrow, ridiculous view of this. The money and the conversion 
happens when we are actually strategically borrowing their influence so that we can actually have greater impact. And that's why the JV is always before the mastermind, in my humble opinion. I agree. And I think that within six to nine months, though, of starting to JV and, and build, anybody could start a mastermind. Yeah, I agree. So, so Jay, I know you have some uh, goodies for somebody you know that's out there. So, whether it's a you know free download, a checklist, something that uh, you want to give them, what's up there for you? We've talked about two things simultaneously, and I'd love to give them two things if that would work out for you. And, and the first of which is this whole idea of joint venturing is we have a JV checklist, and it's super simple. It's at JVology, so that's J-V-O-L-O-G-Y dot com forward slash checklist. And that is 40 things that you must do. It's literally in a checklist when you're going to support another person in a joint venture. It's 40 things that you must do to get great support from other partners in joint ventures. So that's jvology.com forward slash checklist. And it will give you all of the framework that you need in that process. And then if there is anyone who actually wants is in the spot of starting their mastermind uh, or blending these two things together, they could just go to mastermindtomillions.com and they can download our Mastermind Mentors Manual. It has the structure. It has the process. It's 52 pages that I use to actually train my team to run masterminds. And those two documents together are frankly worth their weight in gold. Awesome. Jay, thank you for being on. And uh, we're going to, you know, 19, we should, you know, do something again. We did a little bit this year, 17, not much, 16, a ton. So, and, and I, I'm going to mention that as we complete today to also say it's okay to like take space, which I'm sure we could do a whole nother podcast because I don't think people realize just like, no, we're just not doing anything anymore. I think it's okay and actually fruitful mm-hmm. to take space. Like you go do your thing because now you have a whole different group following you. I have a different group. You were just with me in Palm Springs. Very different group than in 2000, you know, 15, 16, when we were doing a lot of activity together. Yep. So, you know, for all of you, I mean, there's just a follow-up, like stay in touch with the people you have joint venture with. Even if it's been years, it doesn't mean it, it can't happen again or it won't happen again. I think having done this now for like you 30 years, you know, I'm again, well into my 20s of years of doing this. I still go back to Robert Allen, Mark Victor Hansen. I still go back to those guys and it's been decades. Yeah, it comes around it. And I really do believe that you hit the nail on the head, which is what I'm going to call the deliberate cycling of different <laughs> marketplaces. Because that's really what it is, of reaching different marketplaces yep. in a way that it doesn't become incestuous. Because the, the bad news sometimes of, of a JV mastermind is that there's 12 people in it and, and it's all that same 12 people. We need to go outside of that to bring in new and different perspectives on people. So yes, you and I are on the same page and, and you're, you're on my uh, hit list, my dear, to talk about the launch of the JBology regional chapters because I know you've done a ton of work in that domain. Yep. So yes, you're on my hit list. Not good because you're on mine. So Jay, again, thank you. <laughs> thank you for joining. Those of you that are out there that want to have a further conversation with my team, you go to Ask Laurel, A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L, asklaurel.com. And we'll continue that conversation and always check on the date. Like today is the day that I'm going to actually be uh, answering thousands of questions on a huge Zoom phone call. So uh, in video. So uh, check into those dates, register. You can go there, just ask a question, make a request. And uh, we'll be back on Laurel's Real Money Talks next week. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, 
money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week. 